No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... Guys, welcome to another edition of Epic Cheat Day. I'm your host, Derek Strong. And uh, yeah, uh, this is a lucky or unlucky episode number 13. I think I'm going to tell this one. Uh, Zilch Zero Nada, a.k.a. Now What? And uh, I'll tell you why in a couple of minutes, of course. I have to give a shout-out to the unofficial sponsors of Epic Cheat Day. That, of course, is uh, the wonderful restaurant establishment. Can you even call it a restaurant? I mean, when I think restaurant, I think of candles. Uh, you know, and I already did this bit already when it comes to White Castle. But God damn it, they are an institution. They're actually the first fast food restaurant, if I'm not mistaken, I believe. Believe they are. They're the ones who started off the whole entire concept of franchising or having multiple locations and having quick serve kind of things. I have to look into this, not 100%, uh, but they might as well be because, God damn it, they have planted their flag in this country and uh, they have planted their flag as well as some cholesterol in your heart. Okay, that's how great, great White Castle is. Uh, jalapeno sliders, come on. They're jalapeno. It's jalapeno cheese. It's a slider. It's a tiny little burger. You eat 15 of them and you're not even full. I mean, how could you not love that, right? Uh, White Castle, get at me. You should get at me one day. You know, let's talk. Let's talk business, all right, to all of my uh, just under 100 listeners. I had just under 100 uh, listeners at one point. I don't know if I still do, but let's let's assume that they're still there. You know, they want to hear me talk about White Castle, so White Castle... Get at me, okay? We should talk to them, and uh, they'll tell you about how what a great guy I am, and how much I push your product, and how much I love your product. I do, even when I, even though I'm, you know, trying to live a healthier lifestyle, I still plan on incorporating White Castle hamburgers in my life. You could still have that on occasion. You could still have bad food on occasion. Why not? So shout out to White Castle, shout out to Planet Fitness, who still are in charge of me, because if they did, they'd be assholes, um, because the world doesn't open up. But I still want to shout them out, because I really hope my location is still in business by the time the world opens up again. I don't know how anybody's making rent, let alone a place that takes up that many square footage in this neighborhood of Chicago. Um, But uh, hopefully they are, you know, listen, look. You got you go to Planet Fitness and they got the free Tootsie Rolls and they got the Pizza Mondays and the fucking the Bagel Tuesday. Do you want people to lose weight, Planet Fitness? Nah, I get the hustle, man. That's awesome. Man. You decide you keep them back on the you know metaphoric and real legitimate treadmill. This is what you have to do for that. Um, so the reason for the name of this episode, uh, Zip Zero Nada, or is it Zilch Zero Nada, a.k.a. Now What Is This? Uh, I have gotten to a point, um, which is a point that I've been hoping to get to for a long time, where I've been able to really put to bed a lot of my mental health stuff. Uh, and, and, and again, this is after years and years of really trying to hammer it home and trying to differentiate, especially in my head, what's real and what isn't. Um, you know, uh, definitely get rid of some of the, a lot of the resentments that I've had. And I, I feel like I'm at a really confident point, but it's like, now what, you know what I mean? That was the big hill for me to climb. Everything else was secondary. 
Um, you know, and I know that I have to keep a sight and keep my eyes on that and make sure it, it, it stays at bay. For those people who don't suffer from mental health issues or any problems or have any delusional thinking or carrying around huge levels of resentment, you might not understand what I'm getting at or, you know, what I've been struggling with or working towards. But basically, it's just like I can lie in bed right now and I can just meditate and I can relax. I haven't been able to relax mentally and and I in twenty something years, and I know that I, I I keep going in and out of states of this, and 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 uh, again, meditation is definitely helpful with this. But now that I'm able to actually do it consciously and while I'm awake, and even when stressors come up, being able to put them to bed, it's really really important for me to be a little bit more goal oriented. And I don't know what next. I mean, sure, stand up comedy, that's what I would love to focus my attention on. Unfortunately that's on the that's on the shelf for a little bit not just for me but for everybody else so you know um so there's that you know i'm wanting to focus again but on my health so i think that's uh that's another big thing um i did let things go and i think a lot of people have i did let a lot of that go you know once the world closed off but even still there's plenty of ways to keep a focus on that and 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 really try to work on that even while the world shut down. So that I definitely plan on doing. Um, but I'm going to start now, you know, you know, sure. I do. white like, I do like white castle. I do like eating terrible foods, but I'm going to keep that down to back to my cheat day. I'm not going to cheat every single day. I'm going to eat healthy every other day. And then maybe have one meal, two meals that are pretty shitty just to remind myself, Hey, that I'm still alive or whatever. But yeah, I think I'm going to focus on that. Um, now what? Uh, work on the writing for my stand-up. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, I, I, I'm everybody who is a performer is their own worst critic. Some people should probably be more critical of themselves, to be honest. But everybody's their own worst critic. I'm no exception to that. I, you know, I got this joke book that you know a couple of my friends told me to to not a joke book, but it was basically like a, a how to write funny. Um, that's what it's called. Uh, and as I, I'm guessing it's to help with structure and how to uh, structure humorous writing. I don't know. I really haven't taken a look at the book yet. Maybe I should crack that open. Uh, a lot of comics that I know, especially a lot of the younger ones, a lot of newer ones, uh, they're just tremendous writers. I want to get better at that. I keep bringing this up, and I think the more I bring it up, it'll be like with anything. The more I bring it up, the more I actually focus on it. But now that I have or that I feel more in a confident space with my mental health stuff, maybe it's a bit... Uh, maybe it's time that I do focus more on this, these other things. I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving! <laughs> Guys, welcome to another edition of Derek Strong Watches Chick Flicks. I'm going to be reviewing Sleepless in Seattle. It came out in 1993. It was written by Nora Ephron, David S. Ward, Jeff Arch, Larry Atlas. It was directed by, of course, Nora Ephron. It stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. It has a Rotten Tomato score of 74% and an audience score of 75%. And guys, this, this movie was a fucking monster hit when it came out. I don't think you guys realize that because it touched, it, it touched everybody saw it. And, and like, even if you saw the trailer for it, you were hooked into it. I mean, at the time, this is one of the movies that catapulted Tom Hanks to being a superstar. Before this, he had a couple of movies, you know, he really hit it big with the movie Big. 
but like it, within this year he came out with a league of their own and philadelphia and then a year after this forrest gump so like this was one of those like cornerstones to his career meg ryan of course was an anchor at the time she's coming off of when harry met sally and guys i can't recommend this movie enough it's a fucking great watch it's a great watch just for anybody who just who wants just a good, light-hearted movie. It's, just a, it's a really good movie. So the, bit, the gist of it is this. A uh, recent widower, um, her, uh, whose uh, wife died of cancer, I believe, um, uh, his son, or their son, uh, decides to call a, a radio station. Um, it's one of those late-night psychiatrist uh, radio station, talk radio stations. Uh, it calls in, and talks about how he's looking for a new mom for uh for himself and a new wife for his dad right and the fucking radio station gets flooded with letters right and meg ryan uh her character she hears this uh being played at an opportune time and she decides to write a letter and then and so the movie ensues and it's just it's a it's a it's a warm hug of a movie that's the best way to describe this fucking movie i you got you gotta watch just see the movie see the movie it's it's great because they keep uh, referencing an affair to remember and then um you know there's a lot of uh, pretty funny bits in the movie too uh, uh uh rob reiner's in it Oh, God, I haven't seen it in a while. That's another thing. I didn't watch this prior to reading I probably should have, but I've seen it enough where it's just like, I know this movie's good. Um, going off the recommendation, it is the kid that they got to play the, 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 the child in the movie, Jonah. I don't know who this kid is. I don't know what he's doing now. Maybe he's doing something big. Who knows? But he was great for the time. Adorable kid. What the fuck? happened to meg ryan total side thing like what happened to meg ryan like she was the shit for a few years and what happened she just fell off the edge of the earth i don't know what happened to meg ryan we all know what happened at tom hanks tom hanks is you know it's it, he's clearly jesus uh and this is just one of those movies man if you if there are seasons of this movie that i don't care how hard as a person you are if you don't well up a little bit like if you're if you're trying to suck tears back into your fucking eyeballs watching this movie, you're wrong. You're just a wrong human being. Uh, a couple years later, they tried following this up uh, with Nora Ephron directing uh, "You've Got Mail" with, of course, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks again. Um, I just I like that movie because it takes place in my old neighborhood, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Um, but other than that, like that is it's a lame attempt at doing this all over again. This movie was just it was lightning in a bottle. It's one of those types of movies where you know it's it comes out and just it's a hit with fucking everybody. Everybody went. It made like three hundred million dollars in nineteen ninety two. Like like in nineteen ninety three, movies didn't make three hundred million dollars back then. Terminator two made three hundred million dollars, and that was like the biggest sci fi. 80 million dollar super extravaganza of the summer like nobody saw this movie coming you know it was a good movie it was a good movie it's still good to this day i mean uh, it's i mean there's certain antiquated notions of relationships fine but if you get past that jesus christ fucking stole any of that bullshit watch the movie enjoy it sleepless in seattle uh yeah it's it's a great movie all around check it out just about had enough of you. Well, you wouldn't say that if I came with fries and a medium drink. <laughs>
um yeah and it feels good naturally it feels good uh but it also there's there's a dullness that's there I, th I know i've talked about this before in other episodes but it's you know i'm 42 going on 42 within a month you know it's but i mean what's next it's you know it's it's the you know, it's the mid to late game, depending on, you know, how healthy I am. You know what I mean? It really is. So, you know, what else is there to do? I mean, look, I like that. I love doing this podcast, but I got to be realistic, too. I mean, you know, that many people really want to listen to me yammer for fucking 20 minutes. Can't necessarily say I blame you. So, I mean, this is a pet project for me, and it makes me feel good. I do have these rants that I put on YouTube and Instagram. I like those. They're constructive. But I mean, you know, other than health, I've really, you know, I, I, I just, I can't see myself really focusing on the nine to five and putting a lot of effort into that. I just can't, you know, I and mean, where are you guys at in your life? Hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, at Instagram, at Facebook, YouTube. Hit me up at any of those sources. Talk to me about it. I want to hear from you guys. You know, that's one thing I do miss. Is that uh, you know, I really, I've never really gotten any messages directly through any of those places. But you know, in person, when people have listened to the podcast, they've talked to me and they've talked to me about their struggles. Talk to me about your struggles. I want to hear about them. You know, I want to discuss them. You know, I can't wait for this goddamn world to open up again so I can have some guests on this fucking podcast. Let's see what we can, where we can go with this, what we can do with it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like at a loss this week. I think a lot of people are at a loss in general in the world. You know, I'm definitely not doing a boohoo poor me kind of thing. Not at all. I, you know, I anybody who does that now should get slapped in the fucking mouth. You know, everybody's struggling. Everybody is. You know, it's a natural state of affairs for people to be in on all levels. You know, physically we're not supposed to be indoors this often. You know, psychologically we're not supposed to be dealing with this crap. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should try to entertain you. I don't know. Let's take a look at this How to Write Funny book. It's for creating incredibly, irresistibly, successfully hilarious writing. Step-by-step -step blueprint. I don't know, guys. Anybody who's heard me perform, am I funny? Am I funny? Or is it that I just yell and everybody's responding to the, uh, to the energy? And I remember that I got that as a compliment at the end of uh, an open mic. I did the Second City open mic. Had a great set there. Who has great sets at the Second City open mic? I do. I've had consistently great. Consistently, I've had great sets there. And I think it's because a lot of people there are trying comedy for their first time. So they don't know what the fuck is funny. Or they just, you know, they're going off the vibe. Or, you know, anyway, I had a great set there. And, uh... Uh, I remember all the com all the comics that were there that you know that I knew that were seasoned came up to me like this. Yeah, it really goes to show you how great energy can carry you. And I'm like, yeah, but was I fucking funny? What does that mean? My energy? Sure, I have great energy. I have better energy because I, I don't I don't vape weed and and like fucking. Yeah, I remember somebody actually came up to me and they said, you know what, like she, she's a really good friend of mine too, I adore her, but she's like, you need to be more like Nate Bergaski. No, Nate Bergaski needs to be like Nate Bergaski. I'm going to be like Derek motherfucking Strong, okay? I feel weird. I don't know. I mean, listen, I want to be able to tell a joke at the energy that I tell a joke at. That's what I want to be able to do, you know? Sure, my writing can get so much better. I know I'm a funny guy. I've made people laugh before. 
I don't know why I'm second guessing this. I just, I, I honestly think that that's my missing piece. And I know I've brought this up on this podcast before. By the way, if I'm retreading territory, I apologize. There ain't a lot happening right now, guys. Yeah, I'm getting episodes out there just to get episodes out there. That's what the fuck I'm doing right now. That's what I think everybody should be doing right now, especially if you're doing a, living any sort of creative life, is getting some kind of content out there. You know, none of it is going to be good. Every single person I know is going to look back at the bullshit that they've done during this time, and nobody's going to be proud of it. I can't imagine that anyway. Honestly, if you're a musician, yeah, you're probably going to get a little bit better at what you're doing. But, uh, fuck me, man. Really? God damn. I mean, like, whew. I mean, if people are recording their stand-up sets during their Zoom sessions, again, I fucking, I, I went off on one of my rants about people who are shitting on other comics for doing Zoom sets. Listen, man. People are still getting their grind in one way or another. This is how I'm doing mine. That's how they're doing theirs. But goddamn, son, if anybody's looking back at this and they're at, at those clips and they're going to think to themselves, oh, you know what, this is going to be the cornerstone of my career. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think any of these podcasts that I'm doing at my house. I mean, there's something different about doing a podcast in your house with a cheap microphone versus actually going to play a studio and recording it i you know i love the studio i love mike's studio there you know he's a great producer i like having him on on hand you know i I like having suggestions that are on the fly i mean that's a great thing to have and just the general energy of you know being in a creative place you create differently you just do there's no tag on this press check on vegiclean aisle five i repeat press check on vegiclean aisle five that's vegiclean just because I'm off from vacation, we're bringing back five-star customer service. Guys, listen, I get it. You go to the grocery store, you're stressed out of your fucking mind. Everybody is stressed out of their mind right now. Have some goddamn patience, please, for fuck's sake, okay? You're not the only one in there, and you're not the only one struggling with shit. Please, please, please be understanding of that fact. I get it. This is rough for you. It is rough for everybody. Nobody knows that more than the people working the actual store, okay? And because of that, listen, hey, uh, we are... Are, we are already accustomed to people blowing at, up at us for innocuous fucking reasons. All right, stop making up new ones. All right, if there's a, a limit for products, a fucking understand that there's a limit for products. If there's, um, you know, a policy regarding the bags, listen, guys, stop bringing these bags to the store. I know for years now we've been trying to tell people us in the uh, in the supermarket slash grocery fucking sector have been trying to tell people to bring their own reusable bags to save the planet. Fuck, we need to save people now. Don't bring the bags to the store, okay? We, you know, and, and it's merely because, you know, hey, you don't want a, a spread of germs. So don't come to the store with bags. Um, we do apologize for that being inconvenienced. You know, overall right now, what we care about is you guys leaving healthy, coming in healthy, leaving healthy, and us staying healthy too. I know, God forbid, we should give a fuck about ourselves in this, you know? You know, I get it that everybody's concerned about them, but shit, we're around it all the goddamn time. Give us a break and fucking be patient for God's sake, okay? It's not just you. This is Flaming Dragon! Okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back 
and literally fuck your own face. Anyway, any creators out there struggling with anything similar, hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Instagram. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Facebook. And Epic Cheat Day Podcast at YouTube. I'm telling you, my YouTube shit is going to be strong eventually. It's kind of, It kind of sucks right now. Last couple of rants I had weren't really that good, but whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? This is what we're doing. We're creating. We're throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. You know, I don't know, man. I'm 42. I mean, this is this. I got to start looking at this as a hobby. I, I don't want to look at this as a hobby. I worked too goddamn hard to get to a point where I wanted to make this a career to start looking at this as a fucking hobby. I don't know if I'm ready to give that up yet. I don't know. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Or, or when do you give it up? I mean, I, listen, man, I've tried giving up doing stand up like three, four times now and I can't. I can't do it. I wish I could do it. Shit, one of the things that I told one of my friends of mine is just like, oh, fuck, now I got something else that I have to do for the rest of my life. Like, I, fuck that. God, why not make the most of it, man? God damn it. You know, I mean, look, if that were the case, then if, if the case were for me to do a nine to five job, then I might as well have just stayed on the system, getting SSI every single month, you know, being on Section 8, living in a Section 8 apartment. I might as well have just done that. You know, if that's the case, I should have been the fucking court jester for trust fund kids so that when they fucking feel the need to entertain themselves, they could fucking talk shit about me and fucking, you know, use me as their fucking, as as their dumping person, you know, to make themselves feel better about themselves. That was my job for years, you know. You know, should have just stayed doing that, but I didn't. Man, there was a part of me that wanted to push through all of that, that wanted to push through this mental health stuff, that wanted to push through all the drugs, the alcohol, all the things that, all the vices that I had, and 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 become an actual fucking person doing something that I want to do, you know, not something that I feel I need to do, you know. And I know that I could excel in the in the quote unquote real world, doing a real world job. I've done it before, and you know what? It's just not. It's not for me. It's not, I'd much rather live as a fucking pauper on his feet than a, a, a prince on his knees, you know? And I know I'm bastardizing the whole entire, uh, that whole, uh, uh, that whole quote, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Of course you know what I mean. You know? I mean, one thing I do know is that, look, if something happened to me tomorrow, if I got a diagnosis that, you know, I have three months left to live, I've done... What I set out to accomplish to do, and I guess that's why the whole, like, now what scenario comes up. I mean, it's more of the same. Well, I mean, now I have to go through and I have to pick which things I like, which things I don't like, which things I want to continue to do. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to ruminate and dwell anymore, and I don't want to waste time, idle time, fucking, you know, beating myself up in my bed for things that have happened years ago that I have no control over now, you know? One of the last things that I will ever do is say to myself, poor me, you know, I hate that, you know, I just as much of a part in me being in the situation that I'm in as the world did, you know, um, and I know there's not a lot of people that could say that a lot of people can, you know, definitively point a finger at someone or something else. And say that's the reason why things are the way they are. It's like, no, part of it had to do with me too. You know, 
you know, I did have certain luxuries growing up that other people didn't have, that I didn't take advantage of. I mean, I also didn't know to take advantage of it, but that's neither here nor there. You know, there are also a lot of things I didn't have that other people do have and that they take for granted. You know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people, they, they misconstrue that. You know, it's like I was talking about in the last episode where, you know, you could spend so much time just dragging your life and I can't stress how much it drags people down just waiting to point a finger at somebody else and say, oh, that's the reason why. Yeah, you, and what does that do for you now? Nothing. It does absolutely nothing. You know, you know, I didn't have the greatest mother in the world, but goddamn, I wish she was alive for a little bit longer so I could have made a little bit more peace with her. You know, I'm glad my dad's still around. That's why I still talk to him as much as I can because, you know, I want to get that opportunity to make sure that everything that I need to say was said. And you know what it was. You know, you know, my brothers, you know, one of them, you know, both of them I don't really stay in that much contact with. I love them both, you know, one of them's more strange than the other. You know, I have no ill will towards either one of them. I hope they all, they both do great, you know. And then there's me. I hope I do great. You want to know how much of a statement that is, by the way, for me to say that? I want to do great, goddammit. You know why? Because I fucking can do great. You know, I'm not going to sell myself short anymore. I'm not going to fucking do that, not for anybody. Fuck that. And fuck anybody who tries to put their limitations on me. You know? I can do great. I've seen myself do great. I've seen myself be great. So I'm going to continue to fucking be great. And I'm going to figure out the best way to continue to be great. You know what? That's what. That's now what. You know, now we're circling back to the beginning. That's now what. Now what am I going to do? Be fucking great. All right? Come with a comprehensive list of things that I deem to be great. And be that fucking guy. All right? Because I can't be that guy. You can be that guy. You can be that girl. You can be that whatever the fuck it is you want to be. I'm trying to be a motivational speaker, though. Fuck all that. So, uh, yeah, do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Mike, we're good.